Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is The Good Life. Food, wine, and all the good things of life. Now, here's the host of The Good Life, Guy Bauer. Hey, good afternoon. Well, yeah, it is just... Good afternoon. It's a little cloudy. It's a little foggy still. Uh, note to self, winter has somewhat arrived, and that's okay. I love every every phase of the season. Um, uh, I oftentimes equate those to food, um, and when it gets colder, I uh, stews, and of course, I always grill stuff. But I got a book that uh, I've done... Several other books or topical programs about Lebanese food. And we are so lucky here in Wichita to have such deep family roots from several Lebanese clans. And I use the word clan affectionately. Um, and, and it has made such an impact on restaurant quality food here in our town. When you think of Antoine Tobia and his daughters, and who they trained, and and who worked for Antoine, and learned the ropes as a, a chef, and uh, in, in putting their Lebanese heritage, and uh, and then they go on to have their own restaurants and things, and it's just pretty pretty phenomenal. And I, you know, I, I am an ethnic food junkie. I, I don't you remember the first time you smelled. You walked into a, a, a good quality Indian restaurant and you smelled all those aromatic herbs and spices. Uh, you know, the first time you had spicy food, uh, the first time you had Mexican seasonings, if you will, and, and, and you like to recreate those. Well, Lebanese food's the same thing. And I think of all the ethnic cuisines, maybe other than Mexican, oh, um, uh, you can do this at home. And if you go to some of our local restaurants, oh, my God, we were just at Medi's a couple of weeks ago when my son was here. And uh, hummus bowl with grilled lamb bits on top. And you think, oh, that's a lot of hummus. Nah, man, it's perfect. It was, uh, it was marvelous. Anyway, I digress. So I get a new book. It's called Lebanese Cuisine, More Than 185 Simple, Delicious, Authentic Recipes. It's by two people, my guest today, primarily, Leila Habib Kursky. Leila is a uh, 
CFO of a big tech company. She's been in the finance world for a long time. I don't know how you found time to write a book other than you had, <laughs> than you had some help. Uh, you grew up in your mom's kitchen, and to me, your mom and your grandmother, and I could say the same thing, are, are big influences. And Layla, I'm so glad you let me invade your Saturday. Congratulations on the book, and welcome to The Good Life. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Well, have you ever been here to Wichita or, or around surrounding areas? No, I actually have not spent too much time, I want to call it in the Midwest. I think the farthest in the middle I've gone is Texas a few times. Yeah. But definitely I've got some buddies that, that are from Kansas and would love to go. Yeah, you know, we we have, like I said, two or three big clans that are involved in, and many of them in restaurant business, many of them in other businesses and all successful and it was such a pleasant surprise to get to Wichita, having never lived here before, and, and see the diversity of, of food that you can get in some of the restaurants. And, oh, my God, the smells. And uh, it was just so much fun. I mean, I don't think I, don't think I had ever had tabbouleh. I had, of course, had hummus. And maybe I had uh, what's looks like tabbouleh a little bit, but it has bulgur in it. What's that called? Well, I think it's tabbouleh. There's a, um, a pilaf with bulgur wheat with, like, tomato. It's yeah. really good, too. I but had, that's more of a side dish than a salad. Right. I, I had some of that, it, a derivative of that in Turkey a long time ago. And mm-hmm. um, So let's start with you. Take us back to Grandma's Kitchen, to your mom's kitchen, to yeah. to that first book and uh, – and, interesting time to put together a spiral bound book with, you know, hand-drawn pictures. Oh my gosh. So you, you, so you've seen the original. Yeah. yeah. I think, you know, I think back, I think we were farm to table before farm to table was cool. Right. <laughs> and I, as a kid, I was mortified because, you know, my grandmother would make her own bread, her own yogurt, you know, her olives, the whole nine yards. And I thought, good grief, you know, what the heck? But um, now I realize how wonderful it was. Oh, yeah. Um, and I don't really know anything other than just being in a kitchen. Um, you know, my mom wrote the book originally in the, in the 70s. And so this is, this is really a celebration of the 50-year anniversary of it. But the funny thing is, you know, my mom um, graduated from school, went to Washington, D.C. Um, to work for the State Department. And, you know, think about this. Back in the day, she would call my grandmother. She never learned how to cook. To get a recipe, but she called her collect. And my grandfather had kind of had enough after a while. It's like you need to either learn how to cook or pay your own bills. Uh, and of course, she didn't really quite at that point. But you know, years later, she really kind of got into the mode of trying to um, memorialize all these recipes. And I mean, I was really, really young at the time, but li- quite literally watched my mom in the kitchen grabbing stuff from my grandmother. And um, trying to write down, you know, the we'll call it the old school way. This isn't the fussy sort of um, elevated, you know, Lebanese cuisine. It's just your grandmother's food. So trying to capture that um, and document it and kind of retest it properly um, was really the mission of that first book. And then as I've kind of taken another kind of layer, I know these recipes were developed. And I'm not exaggerating, like a 1940s GE number with the pilot light that you had to light up. <laughs> and so it's just different equipment. And so part of the fun of this was, um, you know, using a food processor when food processor didn't exist or, you know, really retesting it in a more modern 
um, kitchen setting. And so that was a way to make this, you know, just keep this thing alive. But um, yeah, I don't really, I mean, I think for those of us who've kind of grown up in an ethnic family, you don't really know much more than being in the kitchen the whole, your whole life revolves around the kitchen. Yeah. Oh, I can smell it. You know, when the house smells that good from mid oh, exactly. mid morning on, you know, it's a it's a wonderful thing. Um, so okay, so your mom does the first book, and and, right. and you were young, obviously. Um, what did she think about you doing a, a redo? Well, my mom has passed. Um, oh. She passed many many years ago. Yeah. And for me, this is kind of a mission to keep her memory alive and to keep my grandmother's memory alive. And, um, you know, it's kind of funny because when you sort of talk to family members, they want to keep it just as is. And like, as you talk about that very first book was kind of quaint with the spiral on the hand written pictures. But even when my mom was alive, she was kind of iterating it and keeping it fresh. And she was always a bit ahead of her time. And so that's kind of the goal here. I think she'd be thrilled. And especially with the photography, um, really, really bringing it alive and making it much more modern, I think she'd be absolutely thrilled. Well, you know, and you mentioned that. I I get a lot of cookbooks. And, you know, I I have the luxury of picking what I want to talk about. And I always look for decent quality photographs. And boy, you outdid Mm -hmm. yourself. And you had some help. thank you. Yeah. Tell me about your photographer. Yeah, so I have been, and photography has been a hobby of mine since high school, and um, stubbornly never really picked up a digital camera. But um, when my son went off to university, I was like, okay, I I, I don't want to just start taking classes. So I take one class, take another class, on and on and on. But anyway, I decided to to get my sort of a a master's in fine art photography. Well, one of my buddies who is we just graduated together. Um, I said, "Hey, Chad, do you know? Do you want to help me with this book?" And of course, you know, food involved was all over it. But the amusing thing is, um, you know, we've got the technique from school, but we didn't know what the heck we were doing. Like I, like I say, I'm a film photographer, so black and white street photographer. And Chad is a phenomenal um, wildlife photographer. He literally goes up into the Northwest and into Canada and just under a tree waiting for a bear to go by <laughs> so the very first time we did this i think i cooked all night on a friday and i had you know sort of half-hearted layouts of what we wanted and honestly you would allow it was like keystone cops comedy hour trying to get this stuff down and um you know we learned a lot where you know using natural light versus um you know trying to we tried to fuss with strobes and such and um so he and i did two Two weekends, I think we knocked out 30 recipes uh, together uh, with him shooting. And then I think I took another 35, 40 photos on my own just over time, um, one weekend with, with family. And, and we learned a lot. I think, you know, it, 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 you get better at the styling and stuff over, <laughs> over time. But it was great fun. And so I think, you know, not having um, brought someone else in but using sort of colleagues and just having fun with it brought you know brought life and thank you for really loving the photos because um you know we step back and we're pretty proud of them well you know i'm i'm thumbing through and i'm looking at the lebanese bread salad is that uh, Mm. sometimes here on on restaurant menus they have a fatouche salad yeah yeah and that's what that is yeah and the first time i had that i thought 
this is so simple yet so crunchy, diverse in flavor yeah. and color, and then sumac. Yeah. And good life guy. Kind of got a lemony, a lemony <sighs> little flavor to it in a, a spice that you don't always you don't always get. Never had sumac until I got here, and now I love it. And this salad, this the picture of that salad. And I can just smell oh. it. I wish, again, I say this often. I wish someone would come up with scratch and sniff. Yeah. You know, there, uh, you, so good. Speaking of which, you know, when we were photo- photographing one of them and my um, soon-to-be daughter-in-law was helping sort of style food and was, was one of the weekends with Chad and we were kind of lining stuff up and it was kind of a, I want to call it, you know, you get one, but then we set up for the next. And it was the feta, which is toasted bread with yogurt and the garbanzo beans. And to be honest, I don't remember ever having it as a kid. And and Chad and I are like, hey, hey, where's the next, where's the next one? And there's my son, and and she just crunching away, and they're like, this is so good. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, well let's try this. <laughs> it was pretty fun. It was delicious. Yeah. Um, but I know it's kind of ridiculous, but I didn't remember having it growing up, and I. Um, didn't taste it. I just had all the things set up for her to pull it together. And, um, yeah, we all had a little pause and, and snack in the middle of a photo shoot. Pretty neat. Uh, you know, I just, uh, I'd, I'd love to, well, we could probably talk about seasonings in your kitchen. Mm. But I think, well, let's take a break. We come back. The question will be, if someone is from Podunk, America, and never had the Mediterranean cuisine of any type, but in particular, Lebanese-based cuisine. Uh, I want you to describe what that is, what that what that sounds like to you, and some of the ingredients mm-hmm. that make it so special. But let's pay some bills. My guest today, uh, the book is so fun. It's just simply called Lebanese Cuisine, More Than 185 Simple, Delicious, Authentic Recipes. It's my guest, Leila Kursky. The book is, well... It's really cool. She's a, Layla, I I don't think until your bio did I see an analog film photographer versus a digital that you have to specify. I I submit you're probably just a talented photographer. You happen to use film. (laughs) We'll take a quick break. We'll come back and talk more about Lebanese cuisine. Don't forget, there's so many great Lebanese restaurants in town. Uh, support them. Most of them are still family-owned small businesses. And this Saturday is the redo of Support Small Business. So get out there. Right back after this quick break. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey.